history made on Sunday as the Hoosiers accomplished something for the first time in 40 years. You are Locked On Hoosiers, your daily podcast on the Indiana Hoosiers. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What is up, everybody? Welcome into another episode of Locked on Hoosiers, your one and only daily one-stop shop for everything IU Athletics. I'm your host, as always, Jacob. I want to thank you guys for making us your first listen every single day. I want to thank LinkedIn Jobs for being the sponsor of today's episode with LinkedIn Jobs. You can hire qualified candidates more efficiently by matching open roles with people who have the skills, values, and experiences to help you achieve your 2023 goals. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash college. Terms and conditions apply. Your Indiana Hoosiers women's basketball team are Big Ten champions for the first time since 1983. It took 40 years, but it was well worth it on Sunday as the Hoosiers had just one of the, the most picture-perfect days you could have to clinch a, a share of the Big Ten title is all they have now. We'll talk about some other possibilities how they can win it outright later on in the show. But uh, on senior day against Purdue, the Hoosiers clinch a share of the Big Ten title. I was in attendance sporting the Terry Morin shirt that the team had on after she became the all-time wins leader. Uh, it was a it was a fun day. It was a great day. Assembly Hall was packed. They sold out tickets. Now, not every seat was filled. They announced attendance of um, 17,000 was how many tickets sold. That being said, there was still at least fifteen or 16,000 in attendance, which would have still just shattered the record. So it was a terrific day uh, of basketball. It was hard not to look at the day in kind of a big picture content context, excuse me. There was so much that happened on Sunday. It was such a a fascinating part of IU history. That day, Sunday, will kind of be this kind of milestone day in a number of ways for the program, not just because they clinch a share of the Big Ten title. It was senior day, the final home game of the regular season, Grace Berger's senior day. There's a lot we have to say about her, her here in just a minute. It was against Purdue. IU is nine straight wins against Purdue. Uh, everything about the day kind of symbolized what this program has become under Terry Morin. It was a program she took over. I wish I'd looked up the exact stat. I saw it walking into Assembly Hall, but when Terry Morin first took over, the average attendance throughout the entire season was uh, it was just over 2,000. I want to say it was around 2,400 total attendance, and then you look at Sunday, a sellout in terms of tickets, 15, 16, 17,000 people there to cheer on the Hoosiers. This is one of the best teams in the country. They finished the year undefeated at home in the regular season. They'll have some tournament games as well there. And it it was just such a poetic day, picturesque day. The biggest thing, obviously, the the first Big Ten title since 1983. They needed to win the game to win a clinch a share of the title. 
they did that. We'll talk about the game here in a little bit, but I, I just kind of want to talk big picture about what today meant in a number of ways. It was uh, they honored the 1983 team during the game, I believe, between the first and second quarter. They came out. They honored those players, which I don't know how far in advance they planned that. It was absolutely perfect to have them there for this game. Uh, have that team, the only other team to win a share of the Big Ten title during the regular season. The Hoosiers won the tournament in 2012, but the regular season, that was the only team that has done it. So it was perfect having them there, being able to celebrate them on a day that celebratory was kind of the word of the day. And IU had to take care of business. They did. It, it took a, took some time to kind of get a grip on the game. But between celebrating the 83 team, senior day, celebrating the, the Big Ten title at the end, that was kind of the theme of the day. You have to celebrate Grace Berger. And she symbolizes so much of what the turnaround of this program has been. They When they introduced her for the lineup, for the last time, again, in a regular season game, I don't think they're allowed to do kind of the introduction they do with the hype video and whatnot during the tournament. So this was probably the last time she'll get that introduction. The The announcer introduced her as the best ever to put on an IU jersey. It's true. Uh, I mean, technically, Mackenzie Holmes is probably going to pass her soon. But right now, it, the, that's not the point. She is the best ever to put on an IU jersey, inarguably one of the most impactful players to play for the program, maybe the most impactful players. That this turnaround occurred with Grace Berger on the team is not a coincidence. There's a lot of people you can point to for this turnaround. I almost forgot to mention, I wrote it down. Allie Patberg is another one of those. Seeing her be able to cut down the net on Sunday, she's obviously with the coaching staff. She got a nice ovation, a nice roar from the fans when she stepped up there to cut down a piece of the net. She deserved it as much as anybody did. Allie, Grace were so fundamental in turning this program around. Uh, to see Grace celebrated for what she means to this program was fantastic, and it was deserved. I, I think the quote from Terry Morin after the game that I liked the most Talked a little bit about Grace and the program as a whole. A quote, you have belief. And five five years ago, six years ago maybe, she believed in this program. She believed in me and the vision. And for that, I'll always be grateful because that's what it takes. And this group has continued to believe not just in Grace, not in just Grace Berger, not only in this staff, but they believe in, e in each other. One of those moments where you sit back and go, that's what it's supposed to look like. That's what today was. You sit back and say, this is what building a successful program is supposed to look like. The Hoosiers have built a successful program. Making it sustainable is a challenge. That's a challenge for another day. We're enjoying the ride right now. And today was, so far, the high point of that ride. Hopefully there are much higher points in the coming weeks and months. But today was the high point of that ride and seeing everybody just celebrate on the court with the trophy, with the shirts, cutting down the nets was a memorable, um, not just moment, but just kind of the, the scenes, the images, everything about that was just memorable. And again, you can't overlook 
This is nine straight wins against Purdue. Purdue used to be the standard bearer in Indiana. And I think playing Purdue and seeing how much this has shifted to where Indiana is the standard bearer in the state of Indiana now. IU is that program that other programs are trying to get to. I mean, not just in the state, but in the country in a lot of regards. But it was fitting that this came against a Purdue side that Indiana for a long time was trying to play catch up to. We talked a lot of big picture. Let's talk about the game itself because it was a very interesting game, one that the Hoosiers came away with. We'll talk a lot about or we'll talk all about the game, the the key takeaways from from it and all of that here in just one moment. First, let's talk about LinkedIn. As a small business owner or hiring manager, you know that success in 2023 depends on the team members you surround yourself with. That's why you have to check out LinkedIn Jobs. With LinkedIn Jobs, you can hire qualified candidates more efficiently by matching open roles with people who have the skills, values, and experiences to help you achieve your goals. Best part about LinkedIn Jobs is when you create your free job listing there, you can include screening questions to help you filter out uh, the candidates. Make sure you're not wasting your time interviewing candidates and you have all the best qualified people for your job right away. That's why small businesses rate LinkedIn jobs number one in delivering quality hires versus leading competitors. LinkedIn jobs helps you find the qualified candidates you want to talk to faster. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash college. That's linkedin.com slash college to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. Big thanks to you guys for making us your first listen every single day. Make sure you guys check out the Locked On College Basketball Podcast. They have the experts, the insiders, the coaches, the players, everything around college basketball all in one place. Locked On College Basketball, available on YouTube or wherever you get podcasts. Let's talk about the game itself. Uh, There's a lot to talk about. It was an interesting game. The emotion of the day, I think, uh, led to the to the start being slow, and maybe I, it, it was maybe not slow entirely. IU did at one point build a ten point lead. The first half was just kind of cagey, which that's how the first half played out in Lafayette uh, at the at Mackey Arena. That it, IU just the openings were there. They just couldn't really put Purdue away. Um, Lasha Petrie was phenomenal for Purdue. She had 23 points. She did a lot of her scoring early on, and she was the main reason IU was, or excuse me, Purdue was staying in the game. They're able to get some stops defensively in the uh, second quarter, it looked like they're running something like a box and one against McKenzie Holmes. I couldn't really tell. I, we honestly had to sit in the balcony. I got, we got there an hour early and we're in the balcony because that's how full assembly hall was. So I was in the balcony watching the game. I couldn't entirely tell what type of defense they were running. It was built to frustrate McKenzie Holmes. I mean, it didn't work. McKenzie had 20 points, but uh, it was a new look that at times had success against Uh, The Hoosiers, if nothing else, it made them uncomfortable. And that led to some stops and some scores. And 
It was a 10-point game that got trimmed down to a three-point game by halftime. Terry Morin is one of the very best in the in the country at halftime adjustments. That's certainly an aspect we haven't talked a ton about. We've mentioned a couple times how big the third quarters have been for the Hoosiers, but not kind of giving credit to Terry Morin. She, her and her staff do a phenomenal job of making the various adjustments to put her team in a position to succeed. And Lafayette, it led to a 19-2 third quarter. On Sunday, it was a 27-12 third quarter. So for those bad at math, that is 46-14. IU has outscored Purdue in third quarters this season. Those have been your differences. And IU did well in the second half to put this one away. But both games, the third quarters, just absolutely turned these into a rout. Uh, Purdue just didn't have the firepower to keep up with Indiana. Uh, it was a lot of getting the ball inside to McKenzie. Chloe Moore McNeil was making some threes. It was just a mixture of a lot of things that led to Indiana blowing this one open. Again, testament to Terry Moore and her staff, the players, all of that, because uh, this one was a close, frustrating game, and they come out in the third quarter. I I don't I, I would imagine some of it was kind of shaking off everything surrounding this game, focusing on the game itself, because I think Indiana knew kind of one um one good quarter like they did in Purdue. Um it was going to be the difference in this one. And so that that ended up being the case. IU blew it open and it was celebrations in the fourth quarter. It was a lot of fun. Everybody, all the star four of the five starters kind of got their moment. And um McKenzie Holmes, Grace Berger was subbed out first. She got the standing ovations she deserved. McKenzie Holmes got hers. She'll be back. That was known. I like Jeff Goodman. He showed up to IU this weekend and just started asking everyone if they were coming back without really a modicum of research. McKenzie Holmes has said multiple times that as long as she's allowed to wear an IU jersey, she's going to do it. So she was coming back. Everybody knew. He asked Trace Jackson Davis, and he had been speaking multiple times this year about like this being his last season. So I'll leave it at that. But McKenzie will be back. She got an ovation, though, for her performance. Par- Sydney Parrish, Chloe Moore McNeil checked out, got ovations. Garzon was the only one who didn't. That's because she came out during a timeout. Uh, she'll have a lot of time to get ovations in the coming years. So uh, it was a it was a, a fun day. Shout out to Alyssa Geary as well. She, it was, she also took part in Senior Day. I, I don't want her to get kind of lost in all this. It probably hasn't been the season that she expected it to be, or maybe IU either. I know she at times has battled injuries. She hasn't gotten a, a lot of playing time, but uh, she took part in Senior Day as well, and I'm sure all of her co- contributions behind the scenes have been important for this program too. So uh, she came in briefly during the fourth quarter, and got out to, or was subbed out so she could get an ovation. So when you're able to do that on senior day, it's great. When you're able to do that because you're blowing out Purdue, 
It's fantastic. All five starters were in double figures, which is a perfect look at what this team is. 20 points for Mackenzie Holmes. We'll actually go through all of them here in a minute, but all five starters were in double figures. This is as balanced an attack as IU has had, and that was a perfect summation of it. They have a share of the Big Ten title. How do they win it outright? The easiest way is to beat Iowa on Saturday. Easiest is relative. The clearest way is to beat Iowa on Saturday. That's not going to be an easy task. Now, it's not entirely in their hands. Iowa goes to Maryland on Tuesday. If you're an IU fan, you should tune into that game and root hard for Maryland. Because if Iowa loses that game, IU is outright Big Ten champions. So there's a couple things, a couple ways it could break their way. If Iowa wins at Maryland, they'll go into Saturday's game with a win clinching them a share of the title, which it's a, it's a tall task for the Hoosiers to win at Iowa. It's one they're capable of, but that would be their most impressive win yet this season. So for now, we'll take it step by step. Tuesday, root for Maryland. I'll give you some details about that game in tomorrow's episode just so we know when to watch and become Maryland fans for a couple hours. Let's talk about the players themselves. Now, I, I almost dove into it a little bit early. Let's talk about McKenzie, Grace, Sydney, Chloe, everyone, their individual performances on the day. Before we do that, let's talk about Built Bar. If you guys are looking for a delicious treat but don't want all the fat and calories, then you got to try a Built Bar. We just got through the holidays. It's actually a holiday on Monday. Uh, I know a lot of people's goals are to eat healthier. Built Bar is here for you to do just that because with them, healthy is tasty. They're covered in 100% real chocolate. They're still healthy for you. Still have all those amazing flavors. You're still able to get them at Built.com, but you can also get them at Walmart or Sam's Club. Easier for you guys next time you're at Walmart doing the grocery shopping, picking up the odd in thing. The odd thing or another. I, I don't know what I'm saying there. <laughs> next time you're at Walmart, pick up some built bars. If you go to Sam's Club, pick up some built bars there as well. Head over there today, wherever it is, or you can go online and get all the flavors available. Whatever it is, grab you some built bars today and you can thank me later. Let's start with McKenzie Holmes. Um, look. IU has the two best players in the Big Ten on the men's and women's side right now. I don't know if either of them are going to win the Big Ten Player of the Year. Both of them have made it a interesting case. And I think I might spend some of tomorrow's episode talking about that. But um, McKenzie was phenomenal. 20 points, 7 rebounds, 4 blocks, was 10 of 11 from the field. Her feel for the game, her feel in the post, knowing it's it's one thing to practice all these moves and kind of have them in your bag. It's another thing to be able to pull them out at the necessary moment. And that's what McKenzie can always do. She always knows. She's always under control and knows what move to pull out when. You rarely see her do something where 
She played right into the defense's hand in terms of a post move. She always has a counter to whatever a defense is doing. I sat here and said they played a box and one to slow her down. She missed one shot on the day. They didn't slow her down. They might have eliminated some of her post touches, but then five players scored in double figures. So it clearly, in the long run, did not work for Purdue. Uh, Grace Berger was one of two Hoosiers to have a double-double. Grace, 14 points, 10 assists, four rebounds. What what can you say about her that you haven't said, that I haven't said multiple times all season long? This team has been at its best with Grace running things. The 10 assists is probably the biggest example of that. Uh, a number of those two McKenzie Holmes, but it doesn't always show up in the assist totals. She's always the one that's kind of in control of things. I think IU plays more confidently when she's in the game. They're more under control. They know they're one of the best teams, and they act like it when Grace is active and healthy. And I think there were some positives about IU playing without her. I think some players realized how good they were and realized how impactful they could be. But ultimately, with Grace there, there's always a a sense of comfort and someone kind of leading the way. IU always feels – IU never feels like it's rudderless when when Grace is in there, which is probably the best way I can put it. Sydney Parrish was the other double-double, 13 points, 10 rebounds. Again, we I was talking to someone who had watched a little bit of Oregon last year, uh, Sabrina Merchant, who writes for The Athletic. She wrote a piece about IU earlier this year. She's been on the IU bandwagon from the very start of the season, banging the drum for them. And I've told her multiple times, I can't believe how good Sydney Parrish is because – I think all of us kind of looked at her as a three-point spot-up specialist coming to IU, which she was decent and above average at, at least. Um, the pro- Maybe not the problem. That's how Oregon used her. They didn't kind of let her play her best type of basketball, which is what she's doing for Indiana. Phenomenal on the glass. She led IU in rebounding. She is so good at crashing the glass and – just kind of doing the dirty work that not everybody wants to do. So the t- again, the 10 rebounds typify that today. It's so much fun watching her play. She's kind of this passionate driving force for the Hoosiers that uh, they needed with, I, I think Allie Patberg did that a lot last year, Nicole Cardano-Hillary at times. Sydney Parrish has kind of filled that void as kind of this energetic vocal like person who does all the dirty work type of role. So she's been phenomenally important. Chloe Moore McNeil was great on Sunday. Doesn't always get the headlines unheralded at times, but she was very important offensively for the Hoosiers. 14 points, five assists, two rebounds, Five of ten shooting, four of eight from three. If she's knocking down threes, it's going to be a long day for the opponent. So uh, hats off to her. Again, kind of the the unsung hero of this team. Uh, 
uh, always kind of in the background doing another person doing the dirty work that doesn't always show up. So it's always fun to see her score. And then Gerzon, also four of eight from three for 12 points, six rebounds. We've said it all year to see a freshman play at this level. IU is clearly the second best team in the country. And Gerzon has like clearly been one of the five best players all season long. Never once looked like a freshman. And so for her to do that in her first season at IU, first season in the States, incredible. Uh, Sarah Scalia knocked down a couple threes. Sure seems like her jumper is back. So that's encouraging. IU is going to need that come tournament time. And then you had a whole whole host of other players get in for during garbage time. But what a day for the Hoosiers. What a day for the IU program. I'm going to be honest. We didn't even talk about the IU-Illinois game. We'll do that tomorrow a little bit. Uh, IU won. It was ugly. Those aren't the games they typically win. But alas, they won them or they won it on Saturday. Again, we'll talk about we'll talk about that more tomorrow. They obviously play Michigan State tomorrow, so we'll dive into that a little bit. That game, kind of the takeaways from it, and look ahead towards Michigan State. But I wanted to talk about the women's team. They won a Big Ten title. They deserved all the focus today. What a season they're having! It's not done. There's still a lot of goals that they have, but Sunday was a, a memorable day. Sunday was a milestone day for this program. So hats off to Terry Moran, hats off to Grace Berger, Alyssa Geary, all the players, everyone who has gotten IU to this point. It's been a blast, and there's a lot more memories to be made. They all wanted to make that be clear, that today was uh, a fun day, but the job's not done. So thank you guys for making Locked on Hoosiers your first listen every day. We will be back tomorrow. We'll talk some men's basketball. Uh, for your second listen, check out our brand new locked on or our brand new podcast, Locked On College Basketball. Isaac Shade, Andy Patton bring you everything you need to know on and off the court. Plus, hear from big name experts, coaches, and players throughout the basketball landscape. Locked On College Basketball available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Follow us on Twitter. Subscribe, whether on YouTube, whether on whatever it is, Spotify, Overcast, whatever you guys use to listen to podcasts, leave a rating and review wherever you guys can. That helps us out the most. Most importantly though, guys enjoy the holiday. Hope, hopefully you had today off. Uh, if not, and get through Monday. Uh, let's go Hoosiers as always. And LEO.